Tanya for Bey's other is the continuation and completion of chapter 29. So in this chapter, the Rebbe has been describing how one gets over a certain disconnect, apathy, despondency um, to God and to religion. And the Rebbe has given a number of uh, tools one could use to be able to get in tune with themselves, to be able to uh, remove the apathy and, 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 and stop the numbness and get in tune with their inner world. And the Alter Rebbe in today's Tanya explains to us why these mechanisms or these tools actually work and why by, by either yelling, having a, an emotional outburst on the Yetzirah or why by going through a process such as uh, seeing the gates of heart for what it really is, the, 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 the fact of self-disgust and seeing yourself in a disgusting way with a sense of distastefulness, it actually allows for there to be a breaking of the klippa and sitra And the Altarebbe says that if in truth um, the gates of the Nefesh Bahamas, sitra klippa, tuma was real, if this is real, so then one has to question then how by me denying it, and just like saying it's disgusting and being disgusted by it, am I doing anything? If it's a real thing, so then, then I can't just, you know, negate it. I can't just throw it away. I can't just, you know, be numb to that. So I'm just choosing what I'm being numb to. I'm being numb to godliness or I'm being numb to my Nevesh Bahamas. So that doesn't seem to work. And therefore, seemingly, this Chesh Nefesh process, this, this self-destruction or self-looking at oneself in a negative way and all that, it's not really honest because there is a truth to, the, to this. And that's why Dr. Rebbe explains to us in today's Tanya that that's not the case. That in truth, there is no real essence or substance to the Nefesh Bahamas, to the Sitra Achra. Um, in reality, the, the, the energy that it has is not its own. There's nothing truthful about it. There's nothing real about it. It's merely God giving it energy in order for it to be there, to give life and energy to other things like non-kosher animals, non-Jews, and even the soul of the Nefesh Bahamas of a Jew, which comes from Klippas Noiga. So although it seems very powerful, in truth, it doesn't have any power of its own. And therefore, once, once a person recognizes this and therefore sees it for what it is, which is really a, a, a shallow, not just shallow, it's really hollow. It's, it's a hollow, I've used the analogy in the past of a child in a bedroom, you know, at night when it's dark and feeling scared. And they see it as a reality. They, they, this, the fear seems to be justified. It seems to be real. And they're paralyzed by it. And they don't even realize that they could just flick the light on and everything will go away. There'll be no more monsters in the, in, in the corner. But at the moment, it seems to be extremely powerful and extremely um, overwhelming. As the Gemara tells us in Sukkot, that when Mashiach comes, the Rishoyim will look at the Yetzirah and they'll say, that little small thing, that, really, that made us do what we did. In other words, in truth, this doesn't really exist. It really doesn't have any existence. It's 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 hollow. It's 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 a prop that doesn't have any real reality, any substance to it. And the only reason why the prop even exists is because God is giving it its existence to allow it to give energy to Klippa, because God wants Klippa to be, or at least as a test, as a challenge, as Altarebbe ends off in today's Tani about the analogy of the king who. Desire explains the king who hires this prostitute in order to, to, to test his son to see how, how moral he is, how ethical he is, etc. And therefore, the Altarebbe says, if, a, if we know this to be true, so then it's not a, an issue of 
of of this of looking down at the Nevisha Bahamas and breaking it because you're not breaking something that's real. On the contrary, you're breaking, you're just being honest and objective and recognizing that this is just fake, it's hollow. And just punch one hole through it, put your hand through it, and you'll see that there's nothing there. And furthermore, that God just wants you to recognize the truth. Um, you know, there's an expression that people build up walls not to not not to not allow other people in, but to actually recognize who would be, who will have the courage to knock them down. And likewise here on some level, God created this wall of klipa to be able to see who's strong enough to recognize that it's just fake and you could just punch a hole straight through it and it comes collapsing down. And that is the idea here as well, that doing these, these, um, these meditations, these processes that Altareb has been describing is the way of recognizing that this is just a fake reality. It's, it's, it seems so real, but it isn't real. And when you recognize that, it gives you the ability to be able to really break it. And, this, and, this, and, and God, on his part, as we learned earlier, God will then actually literally take away its energy. So that means what we're doing is by us recognizing that they're fake, God then says, okay, you got it. You realize it's fake, and therefore I'm actually going to make you, it actually then is going to be genuinely fake because it's, it's real. it is fake. So the energy that I'm giving it, so to speak, will then dissipate and be broken. So that's, that's the idea here that, that the Alter Rebbe describes of why it's not a problem to break the Nevisha Bahamas because in essence, it doesn't really, the, the, the negative energy is not really there. The Alter Rebbe then also moves on to describe a very interesting idea. He moves into a, a little bit of a different discussion, which is obviously connected, which is the general doubts that one could have in Amuna. The fact that one could question God or question God's, the truth of God, the reality of what of, of God's existence, or even questions about God. Um, and he uses the story of the Jews with the Miraglim as, as, as a proof to this idea that really, essentially, we all have a deep subconscious experience of truth, and we know the truth that God is, exists, and everything that is true about God is true. But then there becomes this, this fake wall that's been created, this false perception of truth motivated by ego, obviously, and, and, and it presents like this like veil of darkness, this covering of truth, and we d- begin to believe on some level that there is no God, or, or God is not as all-powerful, or etc., as, as, as the questions may come, the sphakas and amuna may come up. And because of that, one could live their lives with this sense of like, why do I have to follow these rules and regulations, these, be in a religious relationship with God, there is no God, or God doesn't care, or all these other questions and doubts, which crop up in a person's mind, and therefore give a person a sense of like, why should I care at all? And Alter Rebbe says that we see from the story of the Miraglim that the Miraglim reported sort of this idea. They, they questioned God, and they, 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 they gave over a message and actually convince the Jews of this concept that maybe God is not all-powerful and therefore maybe he, we're, we're you know, barking up, up the wrong tree, we're engaging in the wrong relationship. And all Moshe had to do was yell at the Jews, was, was break that, 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 that facade and show it for what it really is. And right away the Jew says, okay, we're ready to go. We, as, as the Pesach describes, it says, that uh, were ready to go to, to Eretz Yisrael. In other words, it was a simple thing. So the Alter Rebbe says it doesn't make sense that they were so easily, that in one moment they were denying God and all of a sudden they believed in God. Like, what changed? Because Moshe got angry at them? 
So the Alter Rebbe says, here's the biggest proof that really, essentially, every Jew really believes the truth. Everybody knows the truth. We experience this at Har Sinai. It, it's, it's, it's been embedded in our deep consciousness. But the problem is, is that we fall for this, this fake facade that's being built up by the Nevisha Bahamas, and we could buy into it. And once we break it, and once we show, for, show it what it really is by its falsehood, its, 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 its nothingness, it then all of a sudden becomes so clear to us that it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's lacking substance. And, and we could obviously correlate this to emo, emotional experiences that one has, psychological experiences where we build up, you know, either anxieties or even certain senses of negativity, depression, where we build up in our minds certain scenarios or certain truths that are not true. And once we're honest and objective about them and we realize <clears throat> what they are, we actually realize there's nothing to, you know, you go to a therapist perhaps and the therapy, ther therapist will just show you that you've just been deluding yourself and you've just been, you know, building up a, a, a scenario or, 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 or making up a, a truth that's does, it's not a truth. And that all of a sudden makes the whole thing go away and all the experiences you've been having that have been triggered by this depression or anxiety just fall away. And, and here as well in, in Avoida, we, we're, we're easily gullible, we're easily fooled, we're easily, you know, the Yenefsha Bahamas is a Melchizoch King Vixil, and therefore he has the abilities to really, you know, make us buy into his way of thinking. That's the power of, of the, the Nefesh Bahamas of the Yitzhahara. But once we break it and see it for what it really is, then we're free from its trappings, and then we can experience the truth of our connection to God, and there's no more doubts, there's no more questions. And that's the ultimate power of this of this experience, and this is the this is the way the Alter Rebbe completes the chapter by saying that when we allow for this inner experience to come out, we then are free from the doubts and and free from the the turmoil that the Nefesh Bahamas puts us through. So that doesn't mean we won't struggle again, but it means is I won't be apathetic to it and I won't numb myself and just shut down the 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 feelings that come up because I'll recognize that the Nefesh Bahamas is not true. That's wrong, and therefore. I'll be in tune with my inner self. So says the Rebbe Vahatam. The reason why all this works is Lafisha Ba'emis ain't Shumamosh's cloud Basitrachra. Because in truth there is no substance to the Sitrachra. Shalachainim Shalalakhishah. That's why Sitrachra is compared to darkness. Shame by Shumamosh's cloud. It has absolutely no substance. Umamela Nitrab Bnear. And as explained in earlier chapters, with a small little light, it banishes all the darkness. That proves that darkness doesn't really exist. Although it seems to be very powerful, it has a lot of energy. The fact Lahachi is called to give life to all non-kosher animals, and the souls of the non-Jews, doesn't have any independent power of itself, it doesn't have any independent strength, any independent life force. God forbid, as perhaps some other people believe. It only comes from God, from the holiness canal. Therefore, it's really bottled. To, in, it, in, its, in its deep root, Klippa Sitrachra is bottled because it knows that its, its life force is God. And therefore, all it's doing is facilitating God's wants in this world by, by being Klippa, but not that it actually has any real substance. So what we see is the face that Klippa wants us to see, which is presenting us with the struggle. But in it of itself, Klippa of itself recognizes that this is wrong because it knows that the truth is God. So it's almost like the person who's, you know, like the Alter Rebbe finished off the chapter about the Zayna, she knows that this is not really what the king wants. The king doesn't want her to actually um, persuade 
um, the child, the king's, the king's son, to, to fall for her. But that's what she has to do. That's her job. So when we recognize that really the Yitzhahar, the Nefesh Bahamas, in and itself knows that this is not true, and it's you know, making up a story, so to speak, it's, 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 it's making up a narrative that makes us really believe and buy into this, but it itself knows it's not true, then how much more so we shouldn't buy into it. Because it's really like the like the, the nullification light has the dark has darkness has to light hagashmi in the physical realm. It's only that the fact that God gave in us the power of the nevsh lakis, He gave us a counterforce, which is the nevsh bahamis in order for that the person should recognize what it really is to break it. As we said before, recognize God wants us to recognize that this is a false truth, a false reality, to be able to break it by having this sense of disgust. By us awakening this from below, that creates a corresponding awakening from above. To fulfill what the Pesach says, as mentioned in earlier chapters, from there God lowers the power of the Nefesh Bahamas. There's actually a the Hainushim Asiram Shalta God actually takes away, it removes, and it's a simple process. It's not that he has to destroy the Nevish Bahamas or the Klipa. He just has to remove the energy that he's giving it. He just has to remove the power and the permission it gave, he gave to it to function as a counterforce and to, to the light of the holiness of the We find this actually explicitly brought out in the Torah, by the story of the spies. Initially they said, They came back reporting that this land, Eretz Yisrael, is more powerful than Mimenu. The Gemara tells us that they meant to say it's greater than God, not just greater from us, but greater from God. They didn't believe in God's ultimate abilities. And then afterwards, they right away said, We're ready to go up. What all of a sudden changed? All of a sudden now they believe that God could, could, could conquer the nations in Eretz Yisrael. Where did that faith in God come from? didn't show them any miraculous uh, trick or any, any miracle to, to prove a point, to make them believe again. He only said, how God is upset at them. And he said, therefore, they are not going to be brought into the land. Why would that make a difference to them if they truly believed that God cannot conquer the 31 kings in Eretz Yisrael? Meaning, if, they, if there was a truth to it, if it was something true, so then if it's true, as we started off today's class explaining, if there's a real truth to it, so then you can't just say, okay, Moshe Rabbeinu told us God is angry. Well, God is angry, but at the end of the day, he can't conquer the 31 kings. That's why they didn't want to go into Yisrael. So it doesn't make sense that all of a sudden they should change their, their, their truth. Naturally, we're believers. And we know the truth. We know that God is the all-powerful. That's, that is the real truth that we know deep subconsciously, or deep consciously. What happened over here, the Sitra Achra comes and creates this facade 
this false reality and covers over the light of their holiness of the Nevesh it comes up with this level of not logical, not rational chutzpah. As soon as God got angry at them, as we mentioned in yesterday's chapter, in yesterday's lesson, screaming and bringing out this, 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 this yelling and God is saying in a very forceful way, how long will this evil nation act the way it is, they'll die out in the midbar, I'm the one who speaks, God himself, when they heard all these, these harsh things, automatically, they just broke this, this egoism that was created by the Yitzhahara, this Nefshah Bahamas of the the nation mourned, so once they broke themselves, they broke the power of the Therefore, what came out? Their natural state, their natural disposition, which is that they're believers. Says the Alter from this story, every person could learn out that if any person, any person that has any time that he has doubts in, in the faith in God, you know, they're coming stemly from the Ruach, the spirit of the Sitrach, but what's our intrinsic true self? We see this from the story of the Miraglim. And even the Sitrach itself, as we mentioned before, has no real doubts of what the truth is. It's only that God gave it the power to spin this neg- untruth. This, this narrative of untruth, and deceit, to increase its, 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 its reward, like the sedation of the Zayna to the son of the king, with the seat and lies, with the king's permission. So, this, this, this analogy of the Zayna is really pretty much what's going on here. It's, it in itself, the clip itself knows that this is not true. And we buy into it is our own delusion, allowing ourselves to be fooled by it. And therefore, when we allow ourselves to break free of that, we have the ultimate power of being in tune with the truth, which is the natural disposition that we have. And as Al-Tareb explained to us, that is, this is, that we're bin maminim bin maminim. So in conclusion of chapter 29, a very important essential parakintania, getting rid of the sitra achra and, and numbness of, of sitra achra is by recognizing what it really is, which is that it doesn't exist, has no substance. And that power enables us to, to get in tune with the true experience of our nefeshel